So do you want me to just like spit it out like whenever? Yeah, go ahead. Yo, what's up? This is JML and you're listening to the BC Underground podcast with Lil Bucket. What's up? All right, yo. What's up, everybody? It's the boy Lil Bucket. I'm back with the BC Underground Hip Hop podcast. We got a special guest with us today. One of the uh, instigators of this this week that we've been having going on. Uh, he's been pretty hot in the forum and making a name for himself. Everybody knows the guy. It's JML. Let everybody know where to get you at on socials. Yo, it's JML. You can find me on Instagram at JML84K. Uh, it's pretty much it. You can find me on Spotify, Apple Music, SoundCloud, JML. Fire, fire. Now, uh, I usually get into my podcast, getting a little bit to know a little bit about the artist. I still, I don't want to skip over that. Just kind of let us know how you got into hip hop. Um, I always really like, like, I kind of started listening to it when I was younger and uh i just kind of always gravitated towards it i used to run a radio show at university it was a hip-hop show so i kind of got really well versed in it and i was always the hip-hop head in high school like i always had the playlist that people wanted to listen to or like i asked to play at parties and stuff like that so i just kind of gravitated towards it and then i started producing for known when i started making beats and yeah. then after i started doing some stuff with him he, he just kind of pushed me i was like yo you need to do some stuff too yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Notice your talent with the writing, hey? Yeah, like I've always written, but like I, I don't know, like I kind of dabbled with it at one point, but never took it seriously. I still don't think I really take it like seriously, seriously. You know what I mean? But um, yeah. That's dope. That's dope. All right. Well, uh, let's let's just hop right into this. Uh, this this week, uh, you you dropped kind of an open call out to like, like every rapper in the forum, basically. And yeah. anyone relevant. and um i kind of like my uh view of what happened was that it was uh of what it was is a call out basically for anyone to to respond to and if they did that was going to kind of set in motion what happened this week yeah like like don't get me wrong like the names that i mentioned in that i could have gone i could have probably done that song for like five minutes and just kept naming names off but eventually i was just like you know what i'm getting bored of this beat like i can't imagine people are going to listen to something this long you know what i mean so i cut it short but at the end of the day it was really if you, if you felt the need to pipe up if you think that like kind of works in two ways right people either get offended for being mentioned or they feel offended for getting left out and i think you kind of got a little bit of both this week right which is cool yeah it's big it's big uh the, the reception was dope now uh did you did you get exactly what you wanted out of dropping that that diss track i think so like i don't really like i don't really think i had anything to want this time like even even like adding the link to childish on the videos didn't really or, like the songs didn't really make much of a difference to me i was just like oh fuck it i'll throw it up there because people are looking at it but even like later on i stopped doing it so i was like you know what like it's not really about this it's not like, about it's, the not, it's yeah i give a fuck about promotion it is what it is um they'll check out your shit as as they look into you a little yeah. bit more you have stuff yeah exactly and so for me like it's you know i just like doing this like i just like getting under people's skin i think it's fun and i think it's like people that that make music like you're an artist right if you're if you're sensitive especially in hip-hop if you're sensitive about things yeah. you know and people pick up on that and you don't know how to deal with that you're not going to last very long so if some punk ass kid on an internet forum gets under your skin so bad that you lose your cool then you're not like you're not gonna be ready for it you know what i mean 
yeah, yeah, because that shit's going to happen in a show or you're going to sign up for a rap battle. And yeah. things aren't going to go the way you think they are. And I genuinely like when people try and like make fun of me. Like I grew up in a French family, right? Like we make fun of each okay. other all the time and you just, we have thick skin because of it. So I was really hoping, you know, I don't want to be like, you know, it wasn't about hostility this week. You know what I mean? Like when the first time around with Taz, I kind of felt like a sense of being a little bit hostile because it was like, I, I want to prove a point. But this time it was mostly just having fun. Like I think about it like being at a cafeteria table at school and just being like, fuck y'all. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm better than all of y'all. Yeah. Now, let's talk a little bit about uh, the responses that came out. Uh, were you re- were you surprised at how fast they came out, or did you did you expect them to be like almost in the chamber, like people would be ready for for you to do this week, and they've been thinking about how they would respond to you? No, actually, I thought people would be more um, receptive to it because we kind of had a blueprint last time, right? Like, you look at what what Frankie did the first time around. And when he responded, Frankie wasn't really even on my radar at all. I, I, I had no idea who he was when I even dropped old folks. Like, he wasn't – Yeah, I had no clue who he was. I'd never even seen his name in the photo before. Um, but what that showed is that if you just have the nuts to get up and do it and put yourself out there and and show that you're not afraid to, like – like, that's the biggest thing behind me, I think, why people were so receptive to me is that I, I stood out and I said, you know what, take your best fucking shot. I mean, go do whatever – like, say, say, you know, you know my real name. My yeah. Facebook profile is not private, I don't think. Like, you that's can see okay. shit on it. You can go look through my shit. You can go on my Instagram. I, may, I don't make it hard to find me. So, you know, take your best shot and do whatever. And and when people, you know, when Frankie got up and did it, even though I think Frankie's efforts were a miss, but that's my opinion, um, you know, he got people behind him. And I don't know if he capitalized on the little bit of buzz that he generated in the forum on an extra release or anything, but, you well, know, that's, that's an opportunity. That's no shade on, uh, on Frankie. He's been doing this for a bit. Um, honestly, when I started even just getting involved with kind of hip hop and Kamloops, like judging events and just going out and being at events and whatnot. Um, Frankie was there and he was from, yeah. coming from Corona and he was in, in Kamloops kind of trying to make his name even like five years ago. So it's, yeah. it's, it's interesting to see that he's still popping up and he does things like this and, and doesn't let it, his ego kind of get in the way of, uh, you know, like you said, popping up and saying, "Yo, I can do this. I can." Yeah, you know, and it's and I respect that. And I think kind of getting back to that original question that you asked was, I think this time around, people when they saw it, the younger guys in the group, I think, are a lot more geared to being quick. You know, like my generation, we're used to recording in our rooms, we're used to having gear around us, we're used to we're used to being resourceful and finding a way to make it work. And I think the a big divide in the old generation is a lot of older people think that you know, when you treat it like a job, you can't have fun anymore sometimes, I think. And it's like, okay, I have to go to the studio to record. I have to go do this. I have to do it right. I can't stoop to this level, blah, blah, blah. But in reality, like in this, in this environment, this kind of viral shit, like not to say that this is like making this huge, massive reach or anything, but even in a group of 3000 people, if you can get a hundred, 200 people to interact with something, that's more attention on you than you had the day before. That's right. Um, so, you know, the older generation needs to learn to manipulate that to their advantage a little bit more and not be so time sensitive. It's okay to just have fun and just do shit. The group's on private right now. Yeah. You know, no one outside of it can see what's going on. So by the time this blows over, it's back to status quo. It's like nothing happened. That's right. Yeah. That's a really good point actually. 
Now, so yeah. What I, I want to kind of move this conversation back on over to uh, this week with sure. with Myrtle and get into a little bit of, of your back and forth with him. Sure. When when you dropped your first when he well when he responded, what did you think? Let's start with that. Uh, you know, like I thought it I thought it was cool. I, I figured he was going to. I figured he was gonna be one of the guys that jumped at an opportunity. Um just because turtles with that, turtles with the being quick, turtles with finding different ways to get people to look at him instead of just the music or the promotion. He knows what he's doing. He's not a smart he's sorry, he's not a dumb guy. Um and he's got a lot of alternative marketing strategies that are yeah, interesting. Yeah. And, you know, I, I personally don't agree with the gimmick route, but I, I understand there's an audience with that. So, you know, what? do your thing, get your bag. That's all I care about at the end of the day. You know, I love making music, but I'm not doing this to, you know, go sit on a street corner and fucking busk, right? You know, I'd pick up my guitar if I want to go do that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I, re- I really respect Turtle. Now, from, from the perspective of the tracks, I, I personally don't particularly feel I don't think he really said anything that really made me hurt. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't anything, it wasn't anything that I'm in my pride about. And I think a lot of the jabs and I think Mo Dirt too. I actually think everyone that responds to me makes jabs and makes comments that appeal to the forum and and appeals to the audience that's listening because they're really easy, low hanging fruit comments to make. But and 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 people respond to that you know what i mean um so i think that's the core difference is when i'm making these tracks especially on the personal level when i do the when i do the open call outs i'm i'm saying shit to appeal to the masses because i'm trying to get everyone to listen but when right. i go on the personal level i'm not trying to say shit to to make people listening go oh like that that was crazy you know what i mean like i'm I'm gearing that to you. I'm making sure that when you're listening to it, you're thinking about it and you're going, damn, like people, do people notice that? Like, like I'm trying to make you insecure. You know what I mean? And so that's why, you know, I I caught Turtles podcast. I listened to it with you. And um, when he, when he said that I kept bringing up the same comments, the reality is, is you kept playing on the same things too. You just might've found different ways to respond to me. But I think of it like a video game. If you see your buddy, you know, I think of it like boxing, you know, you, you see your buddy keeps ducking down, right. you're going to keep, you're going to keep chucking an uppercut up because he's he going to keep He'll ducking into it. So, yeah. So you, you put it out there that you live in the shed backyard in your backyard. I'm going to find 50 different ways to say it. And right. I'm going to find them to be clever and I'm going to make them clever enough that people will still, you know, give it that like, Oh, tight roast or something like that. But that you're still, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm twisting the knife a little bit here. So, so that's my approach. See- you can see that did that did get to his pride a little bit. In in even in the pro- podcast, he's like, "Yeah, whatever. I live in my fucking my mom's shed. It's yeah. nothing at all." But you can see it does it does get to his pride. Yeah, because and that's and that's the reality of it to me is that you know when I get offline and I go back to my daily life, and that was kind of one of the comments that I was making in a lot of the tracks too is people know me for me and and wherever I walk, whether they know me as as PJ as my as myself or whether they know me as JML or whatever they know me for. Right. At the end of the day, I'm synonymous with who I am on both sides. I don't act any different on my artist page. I, my shit's all blended together. You know who I am. But, you know, when you play a character and you leave yourself open to those things and you blend those personal aspects into your life and you break character is, is when I see openings. And I it's see. like, 
it's the same thing with Taz with the Hell's Cowboy thing. It's the thing with, with Hades and being the rap devil. You know what I mean? Mo Dirt's one of the only guys that I found, Frankie too, sorry, um, that were responding, that were not trying to play characters to play themselves up and try and be almost like superheroes. You know what I mean? Right. So, you know, those guys leave me openings because when you break character, I know I'm winning. I feel you. Yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense, man. It's hard not to break character. Like, people ask me what, if I'm going to do this little bucket thing and wear the grills for the podcast and, uh, like, you know, be little bucket, the guy, the character that I am for my music. Yeah. And in public, it's just so, like, you have to make such a persona and you have to be so fake that you, being asking the real questions as that fake person, like, it's hard to do, man. It is. And, it, and- Sorry, not to go. Keep going. Go on. And and it's it's just put, like finding that that I guess balance in being the character and being yourself is really difficult to find. And for me, I've found that I'm just going to be myself for the podcast and and be bucket when I do the character for the music. Yeah, and and that's the thing, right? Like when you see the video for Childish and stuff like that, like that's authentically me. I yeah. am that I'm the same person I am online as I am in real life. I am yeah. that asshole in real life that sees you do something stupid and I'm, I'm, I'm going to make a joke about it. You know what I mean? So, I so when you get to be authentic and people, you know, I think that comes through in the tracks, like, don't get me wrong. I'm going to deviate a bit to switch it up. Like the, the track with Hades where I yelled and the, the track for turtle, the last one where I whispered. Yeah. Um, but by and large, I'm still, I'm not breaking character, you know, because there's no character to break. Yeah, I feel you. That's a that's a really interesting uh, point to make. When when I had the not character, you know, the 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 boom bap thing, I didn't find much success with it, and that's kind of why I went the character route. And I've I've personally found a lot more success yeah. as a character than I ever found being the authentic person. Like I sure I got a lot of pats on the back from greats like you know fucking Stevie Stone and Tech Nine and and Snack or Merc or whatever locals I've done shows with. But, uh, like, that's not paying my fee. Yeah. And you, like, Bucket Bucket gets paid for his his features. And Dabs Only's never, ever been offered a fucking cent. And that's not necessarily because the authentic shit wasn't working for me, but it was because I hadn't learned those lessons yet. Right. And, and, you know, I think think the harsh reality for people is uh, when they put themselves out there as their authentic self, the world will spit you out really quickly if, if they don't like it. And that's a really harsh blow for people to take. And that's, I think, why some people go the character route. I'm not saying that's everyone. Everyone has their own reasons, so I'm not going to judge them for whatever they do. But I think, I think some people that go the character route are uncomfortable with being themselves. And that's what I, what I picked on a lot. Um, because, you know, if the world rejects me as, as who I am, and they just think I'm not an interesting person that, that they don't want to listen to, then yeah. I'm either going to keep doing this because I really love doing it or I'm going to stop. You know, if you, if a character doesn't work, you have the flexibility to go, okay, well maybe let's do this different. Let's try and rebrand. Let's do something different. Right. You, you have endless attempts to just say, Oh, well they just didn't like me because I did it this way this time. And I'm not about that. You, you can take me as I am or you can, you know, don't listen. Yeah. Yeah. I think you can also do that. Oh shit! Where'd you go? Oh, Sorry, you go. my battery note just came on. Yeah, no, but that's fine. I think uh, I think one thing. Um, shit, what was I gonna say? 
you can do also as like when you do the authentic route is also rebranding you can become a character anyway and you know windex showed that with dtg because yeah he, he was dylan before he was windex and he did do competitions and he was a part of the vancouver scene yeah under not necessarily the like the bc underground scene what it is today but just this the scene of what it was he was at all the olympia shows he was he was there with his camera being a part of of, of the scene here and right. he, he he found a character that worked for him in his skits and then he made a musician out of it and now windex has blown up and he's very right. successful I think I think, but that that still goes back to my point, though. Is and I'll, I'll be honest with you, I don't check for for Windex or DTG music. Like I see it when it comes out, I might I might give it a listen, but I don't know his history or anything, so I can't really comment on what his viewership is like. But I, I'd I'd be curious to see the difference in numbers when he does stuff as DTG versus when he does stuff as as Windex. Um, I'm positive that uh, the Windex stuff does better. I'm sure it does, and I think that that goes back to my main point. Uh, that I was trying to overarch in the diss tracks is, you know, it's, it's uh, characters work, but they, they, uh, they have finite timelines. You can't be the same person for your entire, your entire career. Well, Riki, he gets old, man. Him fucking squeak, squeaking a window shield and saying, Riki, that gets old. Yeah, it does. A- and if you don't find a new character that works, you, your time's up. But if people, if people gel with you as a person, they'll be there for the ride to watch you grow up. You know what I mean? And that's one thing that characters kind of get is like a fan base where they're like, because when, when you, when you see Windex being Windex and then he switched over and did the DTG personality and kind of brought his authenticity to to the table, there were so many fans of Windex that were like, man, get this fucking out of here. Like we don't want anything to do with DTG, bring Windex back. Yeah. And then so it's like, okay, well, where do I get the authenticity out of there if the character's doing so well that his fans don't want me to leave? But then what do you, where do you evolve, right? Well, that's the thing is where, do you, where does that leave you? It's, it's, it almost makes you feel disconnected from the music at some point because it's people don't want me for me. They want, they want someone else to be talking even though I, so you never really get the credit that you, you truly deserve, okay. you know? That's an interesting point of view too. Makes you think. Well, uh, yeah, let's get back on the diss track, diss track week a little bit. I feel like we got off off topic. Um, well, it's, it's it's still related because that's that's my point at the end of the yeah, day, right? Like when I when I gripped onto that point about Turtle wearing a mask and not being himself. Yeah. And and said a lot of bars about that shit. That's to hammer that point in that you're you're not. You can't be you every day of your life if you're doing this. You're not being authentic all the time. And I, you know, I, I like Turtle. I think he's a great guy. I think he's a nice guy. Yeah. I'm sure yeah. his interactions online are his genuine personality. Yeah. But yeah. No, I've met him in person. He's a, he's a great guy. And that, but that's the thing, right? That's you know, you find something that works. You take that hook and you keep gripping on it. Yeah. Definitely. Well, um, did did you did you consider uh, responding to uh, Mo Dirt? Because I, I I know you really Mo, Mo Dirt. His newest one. Yeah, because I know you really, uh, you really respected his approach because he didn't, he didn't break, you know, his authenticity. I gave him the first response, and then he just yeah. dropped a new one today. And I know Hades dropped another one the other day too. Um, truth be told, I don't think I'm going to respond to Hades because I don't think his second effort was any different than his first. I don't think he said anything different. I don't think he upped his his energy level. He did exactly what you would expect of it. 
And Did you see what he said on his podcast with me? No, I missed it. Yeah, his episode, he said he uh, he feels like he beat you. He won. When did you have that episode? I just dropped it this morning. First oh, shit, I didn't even see it. Yeah, I dropped it first thing this morning. I did four last night, so I dropped them all right away. Yeah, I'm sure Hades can find a word in the dictionary to explain why he thinks he won. But the reality of it is, is tomorrow if I post something, people are going to check it, and I could start this entire week again over if I felt like it with the click of a finger. I've demonstrated that twice. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, Hades could drop a song tomorrow and nine out of ten times it's gonna get less views than the song he dropped the day before. And you know, I've 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 checked the underground. I don't you know, you can you can check it up on the polls even though I don't give a fuck about the numbers. Cause at the end of the day, you know, every view counts, but I try and get my shit in front of important people. I don't give a fuck about people who can't do anything for me. If you like the music, you like the music. If you don't like the music, who cares? Good. Um but you look at Hades and and I just see someone who is begging to prove something that he'll never be able to. I feel you. And no one's ever going to give him the respect he feels he deserves. So he's always going to be chasing that. Yeah. And the reception to his content proves that. You know, it's never different. There's a beat switch in every song. I get it. You can switch it up. You can say, you know, you could you could do a fucking eleven bar multi, you know. But one if thing, you don't sorry, go on. Yeah, one thing that he, he needs to learn is something we were talking about the other day is is that it's a a lot of music creating music, not just uh writing it and, and editing it, but everything into the process is less is more. Yeah, and that's so true with every aspect of, of making music. Yeah, and and when I when I made a lot of these tracks, sorry, sorry, you kind of lagged out there, so I thought you were done. No, go ahead. Uh, when when I was making a lot of these tracks, and we did talk about this, is not every bit of of the insults and the jabs were in the actual lines themselves. Sometimes you had to look deeper, and I think some people there's there's two reasons why I think people discount what I do during these weeks the first being that I come from the other side and I'm not a um traditional style like I'm I'm the enemy for for lack of a better word you know what I mean I'm the heel I'm the bad guy so no one no one from a BCUG group is going to admit that some fucking punk kid from another group is coming over and slaughtering their 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 people you know what I mean Yeah, you know, people, and that's the difference, is the hive mind won't ever think that way. The people yeah. that actually are in there to listen to, to hip-hop and actually objectively react to it, sure, think what you want. And if you give me a reason why, you know, I, I, I respect all opinions. If you think Turtle beat me, think Turtle beat me. I don't, I, I literally don't care. Yeah. Um, just be able to articulate why you think that, though, you know? Don't just say it because it's like, oh, because fuck that guy, right? Um, and then the second reason being that I, I do this and I have to, I have to take on multiple people at once. And so the opportunity for me to say things the same way or, or, um, say things that might apply to someone else that's similar to someone else. Um, you know, you, you do to an extent run out of ways to say things. So you have to figure out ways to 
get some of that cleverness in there. So like the, the, the third turtle track, um, what I'm sure a lot of people didn't catch is Taz's pet turtle in, in Looney Tunes, his name is dog. And if you listen to that track, almost every other line I'm referring to turtle as dog. You said it like 30 times, I think. I'm, I, I, almost every other line, you can count it. I said, I called him dog repetitively. Yeah. Um, and every, and I know he, he, he was commenting about me talking about other people, but one of the other clever things about that track is the original song is called attention. Yeah. And so it's, it's, I did that because I know all four of them, maybe not really including Noximus Prime, but I know all of those guys in that bandit camp right now are listening to what's going on and they're all supporting each other and pushing each other's music and helping each other and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So I know they're all listening intently to me. And then as soon as Turtle drops something, they're, they're hyping up Turtle. I've seen Taz repost it a bunch of times. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, mean I want to point something out. You know that Mikey DeBaron guy? You know, yeah. He's, he's part of them too, right? He's, oh, he's really? He's a bandit? Guy. That, oh yeah, he's. Uh, I think he does the filming or something for for, no uh, way. for them or something. Yeah, I figured no exactly how he's included, but he's he's definitely good buddies with those guys. Huh, interesting. Yeah. Um, and but anyways, I, sorry. So he, I saw that Mikey DeBaron came out and he was flexing hard on that track when uh, on the comments section. Yeah, he was going off like almost like Haiti style. Yeah, and came to the. And that's the thing. I, I have there's, there's a vendetta against me. I get it. It's okay. It is what it, it is. No one wants to watch Floyd now. But what's that say? It kind of go, goes back to what you were saying about how these people like they don't have much of a, a way to explain how Turtle beat you as much as it right. is that guy. Because honestly, out of the people that have responded that I think have had the best responses, I actually think Mo Dirt's was the best. Out I agree. Of the three that I that that, good, that I really classify it. A lot of people got their own biased opinions because of whatever reason of they've seen the guy at the shows or yeah. they know him from this, that, and the other thing. But it was a dope response. Right. But, but what I was trying to get to with the, the attention track is right. a lot of the lines in that track, they're ambiguous to the point that I could be referring to any one of the four of them. Right. And so it's between them to figure out which one of them I was talking about. And you saw that with the turtle one with the line about the logo sound looking like it's for junior lacrosse. That line was meant for Taz, but turtle thought it applied to him. Totally. So he, uh, he, he did definitely think you were talking about Taz for most of the, most of the, uh, the song. Yeah. And, and if you and, listen and, deeper, well, it, it could be any of you. It could be any of the four of them. Yeah. Not every line, like don't get me wrong, there's some that are very painted clear for Turtle and some that are very painted clear for Taz. And this um, kind of this kind of brings it back to the uh the thing is that the thing we were saying about Hades and his writing, he thinks that he's being so intricate and intricate with the complexity of the rhyming, but what he doesn't understand is that the the words actually have like words in general, they have techniques that you can use all all different kinds that you can use together. To, to make complex word structure out of very simple sentences. Yeah, I just don't like how he tries to jam like a square peg into a round hole. You know what I mean? Like, you don't have to fit 50 words in a lyric. To say something, yeah. No, you can say a lot with, with, you can say a lot more with a lot less, but different words. That's what people don't pick up. They say, okay, well, how do I, how do I say more with less? But then, because then they'll write out this great big convoluted message and then they'll, they'll take out certain part, like little words in it that you don't need to say the message. And they'll say, yeah. okay, I said less. 
and well, honestly, really there's there's other words that you can cut three of those words into one. Yeah, and that's why I kind of used to resent this scene almost, or this this subsector of the scene, because mm-hmm. it almost felt like it was just a whole group of guys that were just like, yeah, if you don't do double time, fuck you. If you don't rhyme a word that has more than five syllables in it at the end of every line, fuck you. If you use the same word more than once in the same song, fuck you, bud. Like, yeah. it was just such a, like, just such a bad hive mind, and it's an echo chamber, you know? And it's it's bad, but it's lightened up. It seems, you know oh, what definitely. I mean. With with the uh, the introductions of the little turtles and the uh, the little buckets, you know, even though I, you know I just got a couple, of, a little, a small amount of shit going on for myself. Yeah, uh, it, it it is a good look for the the form. Yeah, the it's better. Have people who are open minded. It's variety. Yeah, variety is big, and that's one of the things that I really didn't like about. Uh, you know the BC Underground tournament. I'm not sure if you were around for the first time. I don't think I was. We had 64 artists enter, and there's way too many. But we had all of this diversity in in the artists, and I'd say a good 30 of those people who entered and their fans left. Really? And don't support the scene anymore. And they were people who are part of like cliques. You know how Vancouver's so clicky, right? And they have yeah. subsectors. Well, there were subsectors who were in BC Underground that just, they're not here anymore. So it's like feelings of resentment. I fucking loved their music. Yeah. Yeah. And and it's like, you know, that that style of music is just not in the form anymore. And it really sucks that it's gone. Yeah, I feel that. But, you know, it is what it is. And that's kind of, that's one of the, another, one of the reasons I did the whole little bucket thing is to kind of bring you signal guys in and be like, hey, you know, there's more of us here. We're not all fucking lyrical, miracle, goddamn freaks <laughs> i mean Word. i do i like that stuff but at the same time i got a broad range of buddy i play guitar like yeah and rap most people that play guitar don't even think about rapping but i feel that it is what it is all right well uh we got to keep the we got to cut this short we got uh like eight minutes remaining so okay if there's anything else you want to talk about with this week I'm trying to think. There's some things I wanted to address. It was mostly like the the listening deeper to the lyrics. I think like one of the things that was satisfying to me is that while I might have not necessarily gotten the support of some of the people that don't really show up um, when it's like, you know, they're just kind of lurkers or whatever, you know what I mean? That don't really have too much of an opinion that matters to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I might not have gotten that support, but I did get a lot of DMs and support from people that are more relevant. Like I saw a lot more of the, and some of it was public, some of it was private. Um, But I saw a lot more of the established names that people in the group look up to congratulating me and supporting my side. Whereas more of the people who aren't involved in the scene that way, supporting turtles side specifically in that, in that situation. Um, I think, um, I think, it's it was cool to have a week where we saw some actual good back and forth. Um, I think that Seven versus um, Samson or Blood Diamond or whoever the fuck was behind that microphone was probably the most boring diss back and forth I've ever seen in my entire life. That was true. Um, it was a bad look for both of them. Um, I think, oddly enough, after this week again, 
the people that come out looking the worst are, I mean, I'll, I'll exclude myself from this because I personally think I come in at the top. I, I don't think I've moved from my position. So I, and Turtle said it in his own thing, you know, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and think that I lost because I don't think I did. Yeah. So if I'm excluding myself and I'm putting it in an order, I think Turtle comes out of this week looking the best. Um, Mo Dirt second for sure. And I think the only reason I say Mo Dirt is second is because he didn't get the attention that Turtle did. And Turtle really pushed to get attention off of this. He's really and smart. that's, yeah. he is. And, you know, I, I expected that from him when I saw him respond the first time. I knew I was going to be in for quite a back and forth. I did expect him to drop a track the moment after I dropped attention. It was pretty quick. Yeah. Um, but that was the thing at the end of the day, too, for me when I dropped attention is that this whole time, Turtle even said in his own podcast, he, he doesn't have a problem with me. He likes me. He was, he was a fan of me before. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's something that I played on in the lines. And that's, I think, another reason why I won is, you know, the entire time I acknowledged that it was just a competition and it's a fun thing and we're having a good time. But some of the things I said, you know, you got to really have a good long, hard think. That's why I was referring to a lot of the people that he was around. And I'm not saying this to slight buff. I like buff. I think yeah. I, I don't think I actually said anything about Buff in there that I would deem to be disrespectful. It's a playful jab. I did say some disrespectful things about Taz because I like disrespecting Taz. It's fun. Yeah. Um, but so yeah, Turtle. Turtle wanted attention out of this, and he got it, and that's good. You got what you wanted out of this. That's perfect. Yeah. Um, so Turtle comes first, Mo Dirt second, Hades comes third um, by default just because he's the last guy. So technically you came last in terms of the guys that actually rapped. Right. Because um, I don't think his responses were anything to shake a stick at. I don't think he showed any, any improvement from anything I've heard from him before. He was right. trash yesterday. He's trash today. He's going to continue to be trash tomorrow. Um, and then actually I think Taz came out of this looking the worst because he still once, again, once again he hasn't said a word this is too he can say boogie wasn't a bandit all he wants but for all intents and purposes when taz went solo and became a bandit where did boogie go boogie's right. gone so either west coast dreams was a tandem or you never were in the first place so you figure it out but um taz looks the worst out of this because once again he had someone come to his defense, arguably lose, while he sat back and shared the posts. And, and that's one of the comments that I was making in, in the, the track is Taz is supporting you behind your back right now and he's giving you all this help because you're coming to his assistance. But the moment you stop coming to his assistance, where's he going to go? Where's he going to be? Yeah. Where's he going to be? Like Boogie. I don't think that dude's, uh, you know, I, don't, I just don't think it's a – you know, I, I like Turtle. I don't want to see him get shafted by someone. I don't think Buff will shaft him, but I couldn't say the same to you about Taz. Yeah. True that. Yeah, it is what it is, eh? Yeah. All right, brother. Well, uh, yeah, I appreciate you coming on the podcast. We'll, no uh, problem. We'll have to do another one soon. Next time you're uh, dropping something for uh, some, some type of project or anything, whatever so, you want, we'll promo out. So it's coming soon. I reset my Instagram today, so we're going to be getting ready to start some more rollout. Yeah, that's what's up, brother. You know it's coming. Yeah. All right. Peace, brother. Hit a bucket.